When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 86 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a couple stories where people got arrested for very minor infractions from trips to their local video store. And we're talking years later. It's going to be very interesting. I used to own about 1,000 VHS tapes. I collected them through my teen years and into my early 20s. Video stores, pawn shops, yard sales. I'd buy them everywhere. My knowledge of movies from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s is outstanding. It's dwindled over the years, and now that I have kids, a full-time job, this podcast, I just don't have the time to consume all that newer cinema. Everyone used to kind of watch a lot of the same stuff back then, whether it be TV shows or movies. Now there's so many avenues to get your entertainment. Some of them are exclusive to that streaming service like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney+, Hulu, etc. Even YouTube or TikTok. Seems like we're all watching different stuff. It makes bonding over the water cooler a lot harder these days. And that makes me kind of sad. Oh, and uh, speaking of TikTok, I'm back on there, baby. Posting Monday through Friday. Trying my best to spread these petty crimes to the masses. And of course, attract some new listeners to the show in the process. That's always the main goal. So check me out over there. My handle is excuse me that's legal dot pod. As usual, there's a link in the show notes. Let's get a couple lame movie jokes in, then move on with the show, shall we? Alright. I went to my local video store and asked them if I could borrow Batman forever. The clerk at the front desk said, No, sir. You'll have to bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I got another one. And this happened to me just the other day. I was at the liquor store getting some booze, when the cashier asked me to see some ID. While I was fumbling through my wallet to show her my driver's license, my Blockbuster card fell out. She just laughed and said, Never mind. (laughs) Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with more tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home on time. I'd hate to get charged with a late fee. 
Episode number 86, Be Kind, Please Rewind. Renting a couple movies from the video store used to be a weekend ritual for me, and a lot of people. It was an event. I thought those days would never end. Boy, was I wrong. Times change. But I still remember the smell of fresh popcorn when I'd walk in there, and the rows upon rows of movies. Staring at the backs of the cases for hours, reading descriptions of movies I had never heard of, trying to find that hidden gem. And when the weekend unfortunately ended, as they all do, so fast. You'd want to make sure you return those flicks back on time to avoid the late fees. Ooh, the late fees. I don't miss those. They could add up quick. Okay. Our first story takes us to Concord, which is the largest city in Cabarrus County, North Carolina. Is Concord a safe place to live? Let's check in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com to find out more. Concord receives a 43 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than 43% of U.S. cities. Okay, not bad. Kind of in the middle there. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are 1 in 77. 1 in 44 for the rest of North Carolina. And this is a property crime we'll be discussing. An outdated one, but it still counts. So let's travel back to March of 2016. It's a Tuesday morning, and 37-year-old James Myers is driving his young daughter to school. A typical day for the middle-aged father. That is, until he sees the blue and red lights flashing in his rearview mirror. Shit. James has been pulled over for a broken taillight. No biggie. At least I wasn't speeding. Maybe the officer will let me off with a warning, James likely thinks. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The cop checks his plates, then asks him to step out of the vehicle. And, sorry, let's get James to tell us what happens next. This is from a YouTube video he posted shortly after this happened. Quote, He finally comes back and he's like, Sir, can you step out of the car? And my daughter's in the back seat bug-eyed. What's happening, Daddy? Are they going to take you to jail for a bad brake light? The guy brings me to the back of the car and he goes, Sir, I don't know how to tell you this, but there's a warrant for your arrest from 2002. Apparently you rented a movie. Freddy got fingered. And you never returned it. So there's a civil suit that they processed as a criminal case. And we're here to take you to jail. But it's from 14 years ago, and I see you have a daughter. And to be honest, I think it's ridiculous. And I'm looking at this man like, what? End quote. That's right. When James was 23, he rented Freddy Got Fingered from J&J Video over in Salisbury, North Carolina. A warrant was issued in February of that year, 2002, by the video store, which has since shut down. James kind of sort of remembers renting it, but it was so long ago. He's not sure if he returned it or not. Or maybe lost it. My early 20s are a bit of a blur. I moved around a lot. So likely that's the same boat James was in. Guess there's no statute of limitations on this type of thing. Which is wild. Or maybe when there's a warrant out for your arrest that just never expires. That's more likely. Uh, Thankfully the officer was cool about the situation and let James turn himself in later that day. Instead of hauling his ass to jail while his daughter sat teary-eyed in their vehicle on the side of the road. Can you imagine? Here's the official statement from Concord Police. The warrant, which is signed by a magistrate, 
directs law enforcement officials to arrest a person and take them before a judicial official without unnecessary delay to answer to the charges. In lieu of arresting Myers on the scene of the traffic stop, the officer allowed Myers to arrange a time to come to the Concord Police Department to be served with the arrest warrant. Later in the day, Myers came to the Concord Police Department to be served with the arrest warrant. Officers took Myers to the Cabarrus County Magistrate's Office where they assisted him in getting a written promise to appear in court. Officers are required by policy to handcuff anyone prior to entering the secured area inside of the magistrate's office. End quote. James, who is by no means a criminal, says that was the first time he ever wore a pair of cuffs. And hopefully the last. Now Freddy got fingered. We gotta talk about it. I used to own this cinematic masterpiece. Bought a used copy of the VHS from Blockbuster for $6.99 back in 04, I believe. It's written, directed by, and starring Canadian comedic legend Tom Green. Love that dude. 49,000 viewers gave it a 4.6 out of 10 rating on IMDb, by the way. Not too well received, but a bit of a cult classic. Later on, here's a description of the movie from an internet movie database contributor. Aspiring animator Gord, 28, leaves his Oregon home to sell his ideas to Hollywood. After being told, correctly, that they're possibly the stupidest ideas ever, and he needs to rethink them, he moves back home. But his unpleasant father escalates his mean treatment of his unconventional son. Meanwhile, Gord falls for Betty, an attractive doctor at the hospital where a friend is staying. She's in a wheelchair and happens to delight in having her paralyzed legs beaten with a bamboo cane. Her (laughs) sexual aggression intimidates him. Gord's family goes to a psychiatrist, and he lies to her that his father molests Gord's brother, Freddy. Gord neglects to mention that Freddy is 25 years old. Soon, Gordon has the house to himself and comes up with a winning animated series, Zebras in America, based on his own family. All this is really a framework on which Tom Green hangs his usual crazy stunts. End quote. Like I said, it's a wild ride. Really immature. And I love it. Back to the crime at hand, which is just a simple misdemeanor, with the penalty being a maximum $200 fine, which is a lot for that movie. I'm not sure it even made that much at the box office. Heyo. And I'm also not even sure who would receive the money at this point with J&J Video, like 99% of video stores from back in the day, ceasing to exist. Our boy Tom Green actually caught wind of the situation going down. He was hit with a barrage of messages on Twitter, as well as being tagged in news articles. He tweeted, I just saw this, and I'm struggling to believe it's real. Sorry, that was a bad Tom Green (laughs) impression. He does have a very recognizable voice, though. Uh, Tom Green is wacky as hell. Everyone knows this. But deep down, he's also a really lovable, wholesome guy. As evidenced from an interview with Carol Off on a show called As It Happens. Tom Green, quote, When you see the headline, you start to laugh. I'm half expecting that the charges will get completely dropped, and this will all be one of those things that everybody looks at and says, why did this guy even get arrested in the first place? End quote. He then described how he got James's contact info and called him personally on the telephone. He really went above and beyond. Tom explains, When he answered the phone, I said, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? 
That's uh, one of the lines from the movie. And he started to laugh, and we had a good talk about what had happened to him. Green later added, I don't think the story would have been nearly as funny had it been any other movie. When you see that it happened to be the movie Freddy Got Fingered, which is known for being completely outrageous and ridiculous and a bit controversial, it's kind of fun. End quote. Agreed. Tom also told James that whatever the charge was, remember the maximum penalty was $200, he said he'd pay it in full. What a guy. I know this whole situation was strange, inconvenient, and silly for James, but come on, I don't feel bad for the guy at all. Actually, the opposite. You might say I'm green with envy. He got a call from Tom freaking green. That's so cool. I feel like he's pretty well-known worldwide. Maybe not anymore, actually, but in Canada, he's like royalty. He's got a unique style, and he's really funny. I remember in the late 90s, he was out on the streets doing weird shit on camera before it was even cool. Before jackass and all that. Pushing the envelope. Tom's a man. I think our guy James realizes how cool that moment was, and he appreciates the humor in the situation. Not to mention, everyone seems to be on his side, so that's good. But he's still kind of bothered by the whole ordeal. Final James quote, They're not focusing on the crimes I think they should be focusing on. That hour the cops sat out there with me, the hour and a half I was down in the magistrate's office, could have been spent somewhere else, end quote. This is true, but hey, they do need to uphold the law, and really I think the policeman who initially brought this charge to James's attention handled it about as well as he could. And we got an entertaining story out of it. So there's that. It's totally relatable. I think all of us who used to frequent video stores had a couple old movies lying around their house. They may have misplaced or didn't get around to returning or racked up some crazy late fees that they never paid off. I remember Jack used to borrow my Blockbuster card all the time when we lived together, and I'd go to rent a movie or two and would get frustrated when they'd say, Oh, you have $5 in late charges. Would you like to pay that now, Leroy? Or, You haven't returned Ernest Goes to Jail yet, or something silly like that that he had rented. Ah, the good old days. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We have another story where someone did not return a VHS tape, and years later, the law finally caught up to them. So let's dive into this one and meet a lady named Karen. This is a doozy. So Karen got married in 2020 to the man of her dreams in Texas. After the wedding and all that, the happy couple are settling into life as husband and wife. There's some paperwork that comes along with this. You know the deal. So she needs to update her driver's license with her new last name, which is McBride. And this is when she gets some shocking news. News that would make a few confusing moments in her life actually start to make sense. Let's have Karen tell us how this started. Then I'll fill in some blanks. Karen quote, I went to change my driver's license during this COVID thing. You had to make an appointment. And so I sent them an email and they sent me an email back. And they told me that I had an issue in Oklahoma. And there was the reference number for me to call this number. And I did. End quote. So the number Karen calls is that of the Cleveland County District Office. And they reveal the news to her that there's a warrant out for her arrest. And this dates all the way back 22 years ago to 1999. This is back when Karen lived in Norman, which is a city in Oklahoma. Apparently she had rented a VHS tape from a small video rental store called Movie Place. Original name. And she never returned it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the TV movie made in 1996. They would go on to make a successful TV show out of this from 1996 to 2003. And it wasn't bad. I'd watch it occasionally as a teen. And they say it was the movie. I was wondering if maybe it was a box set, though, of perhaps season one of the show uh, that she actually rented. Because they said that this cassette tape valued at $58.59, which is pretty damn pricey for a TV movie that was three years old at the time. Regardless, she is a wanted woman. Let's hear Karen tell us what the lady on the phone told her about the charges and whatnot, because it'll blow your mind. Karen, quote, The first thing she told me was felony embezzlement, so I thought I was going to have a heart attack. She told me it was over the VHS tape, and I had to make her repeat it, because I thought, this is insane. This girl is kidding me, right? She wasn't kidding, end quote. Felony embezzlement is pretty serious and in the state of Oklahoma can get you up to eight years in prison and or a potential $10,000 fine. The kicker here is Karen wasn't even the one who rented it. She claims it was her roommate at the time. Karen quote, I had lived with a young man. This was over 20 years ago. He had two kids, daughters that were eight and 10 years old. And I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. I have never watched that show in my entire life. Just not my cup of tea. Meanwhile, I'm a wanted felon for a VHS tape. End quote. What's even worse is the lady over the phone didn't find any humor in this situation. She was rude to Karen about it. Basically treating her like a criminal over not returning a silly movie to a store that's been shut down since 2008. Thankfully, the district attorney's office had some common sense here. And they dismissed the case after reviewing it in 2021. It was a no-brainer. 
and Karen got herself a lawyer to get this expunged, cleared from her record permanently. Because looking back, this charge has caused her some grief, specifically when she had criminal background checks done for jobs. This has affected her financially 100%. Karen quote, I would start a job, and then they would come back after they saw the criminal background check, and I would be fired. This is why. Because when they ran my criminal background check, all they're seeing is those two words, felony embezzlement. I mean, I didn't try to deceive anyone over Samantha the Teenage Witch. I swear, it's a serious issue. It caused me and my family a lot of heartache financially because of the positions I've lost because of those two words. End quote. She's so right. I thought they would get a more detailed look during one of these criminal background checks, you know? But if they just see felony embezzlement, your ass is getting fired. If they had been able to look further into it and saw that it was for an overdue VHS tape, I'm sure they would have had a laugh. But that wasn't the case. It's too bad she was never told why she was getting let go. If they said you lied to us about not having a criminal record or were firing you because of that embezzlement charge, Karen would have been able to clear this up years ago. She must not have traveled or got a speeding ticket or anything in the 22 years that this bullshit was sitting on her record. It's crazy this went unnoticed for so long. Well, let's see what the people have to say in the Daily Mail comment section. Not a snowflake from Chicago has no sympathy. He says, theft is theft. Stop excusing crime. To which Cooper replies, did you bother to read the article? It wasn't rented by her, but someone else in her name. And the show wasn't to her taste. So she wouldn't have rented it anyway. Me just looking responded to that comment with, She would have had to have allowed that person to be on her account, making her liable for all charges. Plus, you only have her word that it wasn't to her taste. I can lie and tell you anything about something that happened 20 years ago, and you couldn't prove it either way. Okay. These people are ruthless. Wayne from Albuquerque said, This woman is filth. Her little alibi is not credible. Normally I would not call what she did a felony as it was not violent or over $50 theft. But when she went to the mainstream media to defend herself, I say she is forcing the hands of the authorities. Felony. It's really hard to tell if these people are joking with their responses or just stupid. I'll let you be the judge, because I know my answer. Doc Mom brings up a good point, which is sad and likely true, and I think we'll finish up on this one. She says, I wonder how many times this kind of thing happens to folks, and they don't even know it. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 86. Be kind, please rewind. Takes you back to the good old days of renting movies, don't it? And that really wasn't that long ago. Just goes to show how the world is ever-evolving. Crazy stuff. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. We're not done yet, because it's listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Da, 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 da. This confession comes from Diane, and she says, Hi, Leroy. Love the show. Especially love the horrible jokes that make me roll my eyes and laugh. I am compelled to respond to Angie, the borrower of writing utensils from the Socket To Me episode. I hoard pencils. I love pencils. It's one of my safe quirks. 
from Dr. Seuss to WWE and the Plain Jane number twos. I have lots of pencils. Another safe quirk, coffee cups. I borrow many branded cups. They are safely tucked away in my cupboards when not in use. Anyways, upon hearing Angie's tale of pencil-slash-pen borrowing, I had a quick vision of her and I going to war with her borrowing my pencils and me borrowing her coffee cups. Made me chuckle. Hope it makes you chuckle too. If you read this, I am Diane from St. Cloud, or whatever you want to call me. I'm not picky. Keep it up and have a great day. Well, thanks, Diane. And when I got this email from her, I was intrigued by her mug thievery, or borrowing fetish whatever you want to call it. So I asked her for more details, and she didn't disappoint. Here's what she said about the cups that she takes from her work. Okay, so, the mundane are the company cups they leave around, but they want you to take those. Free advertising, right? But my eagle eye always looked out to the randos on employees' desks, company branded. Joe Rogan was a big one. Heck, even those weird custom ones like Best Mom Ever. Or, cool dad. I even snagged a highly controversial, God made rainbows. It's not for the gays. (laughs) I was glad that was reclaimed, because, really? Oh, to be fair, if you had your kids on the cup, I didn't snag it. Those are your kids. Right on, Diane. She has morals. Lines she won't cross, and I appreciate that. Okay, she adds, Now, to be fair, I would snag them and leave them rinsed out on my desk for a day. If they were gone when I returned... Fair play, but if you left them on my desk, mine, (laughs) all mine, they had 24 hours to reclaim. When the company I worked for moved cities, I was in my prime. I had a myriad, 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 I had a bunch of cups (laughs) on my desk, but the pandemic hit and we were all sent remote. When I went back to get my haul of coffee cups and my massive tea supply, I was dismayed to find that my desk had been picked clean of cups. Only my tea survived as it was locked in my desk. Sadly, when we moved, we had to cut down on the cup supply. So only my faves are left. I wish I could give you company names, but I can't. I will say this. I have bought two cups legitimately from the podcast Small Town Murder. One that says, you, sir, may fuck off. My team loved it when I had that cup. Think about it. The cups you drink from can draw a crowd. Thank you so much for responding. I will not call in. I had a team member tell me that when I talk, it sounds like I am chewing on pencils. But please, please, if you read me, the damn Fargo accent is not how Minnesotans talk. We have a bland and neutral accent. Love the show, don't you know? Big love to you and Jack. My husband Greg and I are big fans. Ah, thanks, Diane, and Boy Toy Greg for supporting the show. Yeah, I love this one, a serial mug thief. I would actually cover one of those on the the show if I could find one. I don't work in an office. Uh, I never have. But if I did, your confession would have inspired me to do the same thing. If I ever finally get merch, coffee mugs are on the list. I don't listen to Small Town Murder, but I love James and Jimmy. I listen to their other podcast, Crime and Sports, which is actually ending soon. And uh, it's great. So I think I'll have to start giving that one a listen. Those guys are mega popular already and don't need an endorsement from me. But they really do pump out quality stuff. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. Send me your listener confessions. And just like Diane here, you could have yours played on the air. 
If you're looking to get more Leroy in your life, you can sign up for Patreon and get ad-free episodes along with three monthly bonus shows for the price of a Big Mac a month. Jack and I just did a crazy Luna bin over there the other day, actually. There's a link for that in the show notes. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you for a podcast called Unforbidden Truth. I reached out to Andrew to do a promo swap because I thought his show was really different and amazing. He corresponds with a lot of criminals, murderers, and interviews them over the phone from prison. He's knowledgeable, but by no means an expert, just a regular dude. So they aren't really uptight interviews. It's very insightful, raw, and real. He also speaks with professionals in the field, survivors of violent crimes. Uh, So you get a healthy mix of stuff over there. It's very cool. I'll let Andrew tell you all about it in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you back here in 10 days to serve you up another hearty helping of soft coarse gumbaggery. Peace. Take it away, Andrew. My name is Andrew Dodge. I've spent a little over a decade now researching psychology, corresponding and visiting with convicted murderers and criminals alike. I'm not an expert in the field and will never claim to be. Unforbidden Truth will bring you exclusive interviews with convicted murderers, survivors of violent crime, professionals in the law enforcement and mental health field, and much more related to the macabre world of true crime. Head on over to www.unforbiddentruthpodcast.com to join me on a -a one-of-a-kind true crime experience. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.